Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Nicholas Jadamar and Stephen Wilcock, the CEO and CTO, respectively, of Aperio, a legal technology company that provides automated legal spend tracking, management, and analysis solutions. Nicholas, Stephen, how are you? Pretty good. Very well, thank you. Nice to meet you, Ari. I'm really looking forward to speaking with you today. So, Nino, tell us about your background and the genesis of a perio. I kind of fell into law to a certain extent and after university went to law school became a lawyer worked for a large international law firm for about six years then was starting to get itchy feet went in-house for a year as legal counsel for Northern Gas Company then thought you know what I'm going to change and the only way I could see to do that at the time was to do an MBA so I did that did a year and then ended up working in private equity where I worked for three years as an investment manager I got to experience the world of law from inside a law firm, then inside a company buying legal services, and then finally in private equity where legal was a number in the models that we did. But really it was the last experience which crystallized all three. When I was working at the fund, we were doing large wind and solar investments across Europe. And every deal followed a similar pattern where we would go out, we would instruct the firm, we'd get an estimate, and then we'd get our heads down and work on the deal. Pretty much without fail, a similar pattern would emerge where it would get busier and busier. We get towards completion. You're working all hours. Right about the time of completion, we get a phone call from the law firm saying, you know what? I know we said it would be 300,000, but we've got a million on the clock. Then we would end up having to have this horse trading exercise and it would cause all kinds of problems. I kind of knew what was going on inside the law firm. And I knew that also we were not paying attention to it. So that was really the genesis of Aperio and in terms of the problem we solve around in-house legal and finance not having access to their spend data that is remotely clear, current, and accessible. That's what we really drilled into. Steve, how does Aperio work and differ from other tools that are available on the market? The biggest class of other tools that Aperio might get compared to are e-billing tools. E-billing tools are legal spend management tools. They've been around since the 1990s, and they're essentially transactional workflow tools for sending and receiving invoices. And they're really good at that, but they're not so good at helping you understand your total legal spend or what's going on right now. And that's partly because they're not so easy to use, but mainly because they don't have all the data you need to do that. They don't tend to have the historical data prior to when you turn the e-billing tool on, and they don't have the recent data because that data hasn't been billed yet, the data in the last few months. So those are two pretty big gaps if you're trying to manage your total legal spend. So where we're different is we try and plug those gaps. If you think about the analogy of how you manage your credit card spend in your personal life, today we all have an app on our phone and we can check our balance and check our spending and our recent transactions and adjust our spending for spending too much, right? None of us would put up with having to wait a couple of months to receive a credit card invoice. That's essentially the service we're providing for legal departments, that real-time visibility piece and that historical analysis piece. And that leads to all sorts of better decision-making, completely eliminates the shock invoice phenomenon that Nino mentioned. It reduces disputes and it really just improves the relationship for both sides, for businesses and law firms. We can do the bit around receiving invoices too, but the big difference between Apario and many of the other tools is 
we go much, much broader in terms of the data that we pull in. And we do that by connecting directly to the law firm time recording systems to pull that data in through adapters as well. Nino, who's typically the individual at the law firm or the corporate legal department that is leveraging Aperio directly? Ultimately, we're operating in a two-sided market with law firms on one side and corporations and funds on the other. Our customer is a corporation or a fund, and typically one that spends $5 million or more on external legal advice per year. We interface with the law firms, as Steve mentioned, and that's where the data ultimately comes from. So we have more than 200 law firms integrated into the platform, but that's on behalf of the existing customers that we have. For corporations, if you think about a company that needs spending roughly $5 million a year on legal fees, they have a turnover in the hundreds of millions, potentially into half a billion plus a year. But we also have a particular affinity with the world of private equity. So funds and certain corporates tend to fall within our sweet spot, which is people that have a high volume of M&A, just general deals going on, activity and litigation. And what the M&A and litigation have in common is large buildup of legal spend, typically on an hourly billing rate, or maybe there's a combination of an AFA plus hourly billing. But this is where you get this bill shock that Steve mentioned as well, where from my days in private equity, you don't see what you've spent until you've spent it. There's no ability to really course correct. And with the greatest will in the world, maybe that you ask your counsel to give you weekly updates. That happens for a while until somebody goes on holiday or they're sick or something happens and they forget to do it and then that falls by the wayside. So that's typically where our customers fall within these large corporations and in particular the world of private equity where we have a number of clients. There are other use cases as well, clearly. A commonality amongst, I would say, 80% of our customers is having a panel in place. We can pull all the historic as well as the current data. And that means that you can look at like, how my law firm's performing? And you can agree KPIs with the law firms and then manage to those KPIs with that effective data. And Steve, why have you decided to expand to the US given that customer base? The customers that we've acquired in our domestic market, a lot of those businesses are working with a variety of law firms. And many of the law firms that are the big law firms in London are actually US firms. So in the legal industry, you quite naturally find yourself overlapping with the US market pretty early on. We've already made inroads into the US legal space. And the big pull is obviously just the sheer amount of legal spend in the US. It's about 50% of all the global legal spend is in the US. So that's really where a lot of the money's changing hands and that's where it makes sense for us to look to next. And it's not just in terms of the size of the market, but individual prospects. In terms of the average legal spend, if you were to take a business in the UK, pick it up and put it down in the US, you'd double its legal spend overnight. It's just a more litigious society and there's more legal spend. So the number of opportunities that you have that meet that minimum requirement of spend to make a viable purchase is much bigger. I think there's another element really of U.S. businesses being essentially just a little bit more accustomed to working with early stage startups and being slightly more willing to embrace innovative technology companies like ourselves at our stage and at our scale. Nino, how does Aperio embody the goals of the corporate legal operations revolution, which typically focuses on cost effectiveness, efficiency, and streamlined workflows? That is fundamentally what we do if you look across the cost effectiveness, efficiency, and workflow. So first of all, part of the reason we exist is that 
the legal industry, in particular around spend management and billing, is opaque. And we believe the best way to tackle that opacity is through transparency. And so that's what we do. We provide this complete transparency to the customer so they can see everything that they're doing in real time. We also give that same information back to the law firm and we don't charge the law firm for that so that the law firm can also see that you've got both customer and supplier looking at the same version of the truth, if you like. But we enable that general counsel or that CFO to see their historical spend as well as their current spend and also their future spend. So they can either predict the future spend or they can look at what's on the clock but hasn't yet been invoiced. We help people to, once you can see that, they can then control their spend and so that it's optimized for things like efficiency and cost effectiveness. But this all starts with a very simple foundational layer of data. People often get excited and understandably so about the latest tools that are out there, be that AI or other things. But we found from speaking to customers out there, roughly 90% of GCs couldn't tell us a simple thing of what did you spend last year? And given the fact that legal is one of the largest cost centers or external cost centers of any business, not knowing that number is a pretty big deal. But once you have that layer of data, so once you start capturing that data on what did we spend, for instance, then you can obviously work out things like what did we spend, who did we spend it with, what did we spend it on, who was instructing, etc. But it's once you have this data that then you can start to measure things. And of course, what you measure is also what gets managed. That's step one. Step two is to make sure that you present this data in a very simple, digestible format so that it's easy to understand and make decisions off the back of. And I think it's all too easy for initiatives and things to fall by the wayside because people don't necessarily understand what the data is, or it's a nice graph, but you know, what do I do with it? It needs to be simple and digestible. And related to that is that for any modern SaaS solution, having effective design, user-centric design, should be a requirement, not a nice to have. That's one of the things that we were fixated on in the beginning was this user-centric design. And actually the very first hire I made at Aperio when I set up the business was a very senior, he's now our head of design, but a very senior designer to come in and actually design it, think about exactly what the problem is that we're solving and design it from the user first. Certainly when I was still practicing, the firm that I worked for, for instance, there was lots of technology that was bought and never successfully implemented. And part of that was change management. But another part was just that design was an afterthought, not a piece that should have been part and parcel of the product. You know, I want to step back to something Steve said, because he talked about the distinctions between the US and the UK and European markets. How would you compare the legal tech community in the UK versus the rest of Europe and the US? Both the UK and the US legal tech markets, there's an openness. Because legal tech is no longer a nascent thing, but it's slightly newer. And certainly when I've been traveling into the States, people are all too happy to meet up and take some time. There's a certain degree of parity between the startup community here in the UK and in the US. If you take the UK, for instance, Jimmy Vestbrick at Legal Geek did some great work getting that set up. And I was at the first one when it was like a few hundred people, and then now it's thousands of people, and it's obviously a very big thing. And he's taken that to the US. And he's worked very closely with other people there in the States to help get started, but also to work with their events. So from that startup community, there's a lot of similarities between the two. And you'll see a lot of people traveling to both events now. There's value on both sides of being there. Where I think the US is a little bit 
ahead in some respects. I think that clock has slightly paved the way for that whole legal operations movement that you touched on earlier. The UK doesn't necessarily have an equivalent. However, clock has made inroads in the UK and they host a very successful event in January. I think this is maybe their third year that they've done it. This was obviously pre-lockdown when life was a bit more normal. But certainly things like clock are a little bit still US-centric, although they're coming over here. Then, of course, something you see on both sides of the Atlantic is the pattern of law firm incubators. We were part of the Next Law Labs initial class, if you like, and I think they were one of the first law firms to set up a separate dedicated fund to invest in legal tech startups. And now there are dozens of them, which is a good thing, but there are dozens, again, on both sides of the Atlantic. There's more in common than there is that separates the two sides. Steve, where do you see the legal spend sector headed? There's a lot of innovation happening around the changing expectations from clients around what they need to be successful within their own legal departments. And I think it's that increasing sort of ratcheting up of pressure from clients, the arrival of some of the bigger players, some of the big four and like Ernest & Young and Deloitte and PwC and companies like that looking to enter the legal space. I think that's creating some healthy competition to the more established ways of delivering legal services. And I think those are some of the big trends to watch. And those are the big levers that are being pulled. That's what's changing a lot of the calculus for law firms about how they go about delivering service to clients. And there's more and more technology companies entering the space We've been lucky to be in the vanguard of a group of companies in the UK. We see some well-established legal tech companies in the US, and it's an exciting space at this time. To add to what Steve was saying, so specifically on spend management and around e-billing, there are more entrance players in the market. That sector is growing. There's a split a little bit between the old guard and the new guard, and often you see that in relation to design. But fundamentally, the bit under the hood is still the same, and the job it does, it does very well. It is still fundamentally adversarial to the law firm. And I think that's one of the things that certainly from the feedback we had in Europe was it's a bit of a zero sum game and it's an adversarial approach that it reason to say no, which was part of the reason behind Perio and how we took the approach that let's bring transparency and give both sides the same information at the same time. But that was something that we built up over time. And before we even proactively stepped foot in the US, I made several trips to the States and I actually met you on one of those trips for a coffee about this time a year ago to meet with GCs and other members of the community to understand these pains and priorities and how Perio matched up per se. But it's only once we had that information that did we feel that it was the right time to come to the States and that the spend management world was ready for a Perio to come knocking. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Nicholas Datamar and Stephen Wilcock, the CEO and CTO respectively of Aperio, a legal technology company that provides automated legal spend tracking, management, and analysis solutions. Nino, Steve, thank you so much. Thanks, Ari. Take care. Thanks, Ari. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.